What's up, y'all, and welcome to Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Growth. Well, you guys, you've probably noticed we've had someone on the show multiple times. That's because when we did the episode about thought partnership, uh, and I welcomed my dear friend and colleague, Michael Wakes, is, uh, he is my thought partner. And I want to introduce him today as a, an official co-host of Leadership with LaToya. If there's ever a time when I can't be on, Mike may be bringing you some leadership tips. Hey, Mike, what's up? Good morning, Latoya. How are you? Good, great. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about how important it was for us to make sure we were continuously growing as leaders, and and so with that being said, um, I want to talk this morning a little bit about why it's important for leaders to take charge of their own professional development. So, Mike, give us your thoughts on that. I think it's critical. Uh, sometimes when people become leaders, they they think they've arrived and they know everything. And that's a, that's a critical mistake to make. As leaders, it's important for us for our own knowledge base to keep growing our knowledge base, but also to model that for the people we work with. So it's really hard to expect your teachers or, or employees to be continuous learners when the leader is not a continuous learner. And, and teachers notice things like that. So not only for your own knowledge base to continue growing, but also to model it to, for those that you lead. I think you uh, bring forth a couple of excellent points. The modeling piece, certainly important, but it's also very hard to grow others if you aren't sharp in the skills that you're trying to coach them on. So uh, I remember becoming an elementary principal after spending my entire teaching career in the secondary level. I remember immersing myself in early childhood literature um, and how to teach reading, particularly in the literacy piece, because I wanted to be able to give teachers feedback in a way that would help them be better uh, instructors in their classroom, better diagnosticians, better, better, more effective. And so often we have to take charge of our own leadership. Um, and so that kind of leads me to our second question. What do you think happens when leaders wait for others to develop them? And I ask that because you mentioned, you know, so often leaders get to that level of leadership and they say, hey, you know what? This is a signifying moment that I've arrived. I'm, I'm ready to lead everybody else. Um, but what happens if you wait for your organization to provide professional development to you, to be invited to a conference? What do you think the danger is in waiting for someone else to develop you? Simply put, I think you get left behind. You know, some of the, the greatest learning experiences that I've had as a leader, I've seek those experiences out, whether it's reading a book or listening to a podcast or reading an article, attending a conference. You and I planned and uh, led the Ed Camp South Carolina a few years ago. So, you know, when I look back on my experiences, most of the professional development that I really value that I've had, I've seeked it out myself. Some of it has been, I guess, you know, given to me, so to speak, from the district that I that I work in. But but really, it's finding things that I know I need to work on and seeking out the best resources that would fit my schedule and, you know, my style of learning. That has been so much more important than than district initiatives, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of literature and research and conversation right now around personalized professional development. So so often when in education, at least when we talk about personalized learning, we 
think of it in um, reference to just students, but I am of the belief that personalized learning is for all learners and that it is about feeling a sense of competency, autonomy, uh, and mastery. So I think that um, definitely impacts the motivation of others and when they can take charge of their own professional development. And you're right, Mike. Um, some of the most valuable PD I've had too has been what I've sought out for myself. In fact, uh, my blog has been just that for me along with this podcast. Uh, as much as it's right. about sharing, it's about learning too. And I love the feedback I'm getting from listeners. Uh, there have been a few folks who have actually emailed me or uh, sent me a, a direct message on Twitter. Um, people are giving us ideas for topics and that that's just outstanding because it helps me to know what others are thinking about what they'd like to learn about right and, and think about it this way also if if you're a principal or an educational leader do you want the teachers you work with only to learn about what you say or do you want them learning and growing on their own and I think that is applicable to leaders as well I, I do too because you know I am of the belief that <clears throat> one of the things that makes uh, excellent leaders excellent is that they have a high degree of self-awareness and that self-awareness means they are uh very adept at what it is that they're strong with and what it is that they need more uh, growth with. And so they recognize what their opportunities for learning um, are. And because of that, they seek out their own professional development to fill in those gaps where there might be some areas that they definitely could grow more in. Um, That's certainly, uh, I think, a trait of great leaders. They take charge of their own learning. They don't wait for others to teach them. so that that's a, a thought that I've been having. So, Mike, you know, one of the things that folks have been saying is I love when you guys talk about resources that I can go back and p- pick up. So I want to ask you, tell me about I know you're a prolific reader, um, as am I. And we talk about books all the time. But talk about some of the books that have impacted your work and your leadership as a school principal over the years. Well, this could probably be a two hour podcast episode if you and I are going to talk about books we like, but of course I'll keep it short. If I had to think of my top three that have been the most influential on my work, it would be Focus by Mike Schmoker, The Book Whisperer by Donalyn Miller, and Redecide by Kelly Gallagher. And I'll give a brief, brief synopsis of each of them. Focus is a great book to guide your work, and as the name uh, implies, it's about focusing and not trying to do everything you, you talk about, you coined the term the dessert smorgasbord and trying to avoid that. And that book is exactly all about that. You know, we see all these great ideas and things we want to try. But when you try to do too much and try to do everything, it, in my opinion, it waters everything else down. So focus really helps you focus on the key things that schools need to do in order to improve. Love that book. The other, the other two uh, – Donalyn Miller's The Book Whisperer really has changed my complete outlook on literacy, especially literacy in the middle schools. Uh, It's written by an elementary teacher, but I think it's very applicable to middle and secondary schools. It has completely changed the way I think about literacy instruction. It's a great read. Uh, It's a a medium-length book. I highly recommend you read that if you have not read that. She also has another book uh, that's, that's great as well, but The Book Whisperer is my go-to book on literacy. It's not a technical how-to book, but it's a lot about philosophy of reading and how you get kids to read more and become better readers. And the third one is Redecide. That's really focused towards secondary schools, mostly high schools, but it applies a lot to middle schools also. 
where it talks about how schools kill the love of reading in students. Very provocative subtitle there. Uh, I really encourage you to check it out. It will change the way you think about reading and reading instruction in secondary schools. Well, Mike, thanks for sharing those uh, three resources. You know, I have to say, I too love all three of those books, especially Read Aside as a former language arts slash English teacher. Um, and so uh, I want to make sure everybody uh, does go and check those out. But I would be remiss if I didn't leave some of my own favorites. So I'll start by talking about a book that's not new at all, Drive by Daniel Pink. It's probably one of my all-time favorites. I go back to things I learned in that book all the time. In fact, I was tweeting some about last weekend about competency education and personalized learning. And I think the roots of that goes back to autonomy, mastery, and purpose, which is what Daniel Pink talks about in his book, Drive, and how important those things are in impacting our motivation. Uh, so I have to say that's at the top of my list. I'm also very fond of The Advantage. And Mike, I'm going to ask you to say the author's name because I, I struggle with his last name. I believe it's pronounced Leasoni. Yes. Uh, Patrick Lenasoni, Leasoni, but it's a great book. Yes. So <clears throat> The Advantage talks about behaviors that are needed to build excellence in an organization. He, he, says there's five fundamental behaviors in high-performing teams, building trust, mastering conflict, achieving commitment, embracing accountability, and focusing on results. And the subtitle of his book is Why Organizational Health Trumps Everything Else in Business. So I read a lot of business leadership literature, partly because both of my sisters are leaders in other fields. One is an engineer and the other is in business. And so they greatly impact my uh, perspective on leadership so that it is well-rounded. So I would definitely recommend uh, Daniel Pink's Drive and Patrick's uh, book, um, The Advantage. So with that being said, folk, we, folks, we want to encourage you to make sure you're taking charge of your own professional development. And until next time, be you, be true, and be a hope builder. This is Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Road.